That How many days has it been since I last saw the sun? <laughs> a thick coating, as thick as the mucus in Doug Ford's throat, covers the sky. At first we were told the lockdowns would work, and that it would be two weeks to flatten the curve. That was two weeks and two years ago, and it feels like another 20 on top of that. We do not know when the apocalypse truly began, but we do know that we're living in it now. And honestly, it's kind of tight. I just sit at home. I play gaming. Uh, yeah. I got a new PC. More time to look at pornography. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was just yeah. thinking the other day. I was like, man, like with my busy schedule, I can only look at like max like five to six hours of pornography. Uh, oh, my God. That's all. I, I know. Right. Like, I thought, like, you know, our, our labor workers, our forefathers, uh, during, uh, you know, the, the remnants of the Gilded Age, they fought for, you know, eight hours working, eight hours sleeping, eight mm. hours for watching pornography. That's right. The, the yeah, eight day. hours of honking off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Megan, chime in. Uh, what porno do you like to honk off to? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to chime in with a welcome See, is, to this... the Late Late Capitalism show. We have a fun recording set up this week. Yeah, so. we are we are broadcasting uh, for the first time live from our homes. We That's spent right. mm-hmm. all, all of our, our glorious Serb money on, um, you know, very fancy microphones. We are no longer <laughs> meeting in the studio as per uh, Mr. Ford's wishes. Uh, we respect Dear Leader and all, uh, you know, everything he asks of us. Uh, so yeah, we are riding out the apocalypse uh, that is seemingly only hitting Ontario uh, together, and <laughs> we're right. going to swear about it. Yes, we are. And I'm Megan. We're going to talk about nasty stuff. And uh, I'm Jesse. <laughs> oh, I jumped in <laughs> okay. here. Here's the deal. I didn't spend fifteen hundred dollars on a computer and a microphone to go last in the order. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> Okay, I am yeah. talking to you from the world's most refined gaming slash podcasting slash posting setup. Light up yeah. keyboard, multiple colors. Light up microphone, multiple colors. Yeah. Just uh, one Je- monitor for now. Uh, Jesse has just been in the World of Warcraft South Park guy position for the last like six days. That's honestly not incorrect. And here's the deal. I'm entitled to it. Uh, I'm going to ride out the apocalypse in style in my gamer chair. But Chance, where where are you coming from today? We know Dean and Megan are coming from the polycule. I'm from the gamer zone. What's up with you? Uh, true. I'm in, um, I'm in Indian heaven. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming from Indian heaven. So, um, uh, could you, I'm Chance and no uh, no 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 I'm sorry Chance you don't get to just brush by that I'm gonna need a very detailed description yeah what's it like of what that kind of heaven that you said sounds like sure um, Bannock and fry bread as far as the eye couldn't see love that um, mountains of white men <laughs> like Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Sorry, that's heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I can't. I need to. Is this like a specifically Christian heaven? There's a man at the pearly gates, 
but he's got braided hair and one of those native pride hats on. <laughs> oh. And like is and it pod- every, everyone wears those uh shirts that have the two wolves howling at the moon. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Okay. And and if you ditch any litter in front of the pearly gates of heaven, he uh cries one single tear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Remember last week I was like, what if we threw indigenous people in space? Right. Well, I'm here. <laughs> you're in space? I thought you were in Indian heaven. Or is that same, same thing? thing. Well, it's the same thing. Oh uh, I don't know if we yeah. have time to get into the me- yeah. metaphysics of all of that. <laughs> you know what they say, space is the place. And uh, <laughs> baby, I'm here. And who's our last member so. sitting in our closet with yeah. me? Folks, hello. I am also Dean. Uh, pleasure to be here. So to get things started, there's only one thing uh, to talk about. Well, that's not true. Uh, There are many things. This has been a very eventful week. But uh, arguably the most pressing for our listeners is uh, Lockdown 3, you know, Revenge of the Ford uh, that we're currently living in. Is it not Lockdown 4? Some no, this I'm, like we're we're in lockdown three, uh, and then like Friday was like lockdown three, but like harder. Oh, you know? okay. Like he's just yeah, he's locking us down. Lockdown more. three plus. Yeah, yeah. This is the director's cut. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I was thinking yeah, about this, it. Like this you know is how, the extended cut. You know how we had lockdown two electric boogaloo, right? Mm-hmm. What if this was lockdown three electric P? Right. Yeah, and yeah, the key is good. for the lock that locks us down. And the only way to get your freedom is to take that mask off your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Wake Cross up. the border and wait, invade wait. the capital again. <laughs> Before we begin, I had a great joke last week that had to be cut from the pod. Can I say it now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Earth Day... More like girth day. Oh, right. We said we were going to let Chance say we, that yeah. joke. We should have let you open that. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Happy I just Earth had to get day. it in there. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Earth day. Uh, we're not talking about the environment at all because we did uh, mines when, yesterday or last When week. was Earth Day? It's going like, to be no. this coming Thursday. <laughs> oh. So when this airs. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, happy, happy girth day, everybody. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, See, you're not allowed to spend later. it outside. <laughs> yeah, no. But no. Well, uh, no. Hey, he did walk that back. We'll get to that, though. Yeah, we're, we're getting to that. So, folks, let's lay out the, the situation that we're, we find ourselves in. A- as we're speaking uh, in this closet, in this crappy apartment, Australia and New Zealand, as well as the countries with competent governments like Cuba and Vietnam, are all, like, well past the point where they uh, are concerned about COVID whatsoever. They're having concerts. They're sonking and fonking. All their security guards are sleeping with the people in quarantine in the hotels. That's right, yeah. But it wasn't actually that big of a deal, and now they're chilling, so. Everything is fine. Everyone is cool. uh, And everyone is, you know, enjoying themselves. Even our neighbors down south, it looks like white boy summer is more or less locked down uh, they're going to be able to go out, uh, wear flat brim hats, uh, talk in patois, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, again, generally uh, live their best lives. That is not true for like, us, it seems. Yeah, everyone else is out there licking and spitting. Yeah. Well, we're just stuck in our little hubbles at home. 
Yeah, and uh, folks, you do hate to see it. Uh, so as of recording this, the states have vaccinated roughly 213 million people, which is over 20 times the amount that our country has. Uh, that seems like... 213 million seems like more than 20 times. I feel like we vaccinated 30 people, like tops. <laughs> it, it definitely feels like that. I Yeah, no, it's it's pretty pretty dire, uh, especially considering how much smaller our population... Like, they have over 60% of their population has at least one dose, while we just broke 25% uh, this week. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Canada's number one. 25%? That's... Remind me again, which country has the senile moron in charge of it? (laughs) (laughs) The man with, like, at most 13% brain function left? Hmm. Hey, man, we don't talk about China that way here. Oh, no. President Xi Jinping, I know you're listening. You're one of our most treasured benefactors. I would never besmirch you. It is incredibly upsetting and blackpilling that the United States, whose last two presidents... Well, their current one is Joe Biden, and their last one is Donald Trump managed to organize a more successful vaccine rollout than Canada. Yeah, well, we don't, uh, again, our leader doesn't really have, uh, you know, any sort of logistical, uh, technical, or intellectual intelligence. But what he does have is emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, right. And a deep appreciation for people of color, which is why he wants to walk walk a mile (laughs) in their face. (laughs) We do. We do have to mention that every episode. Yeah. Uh, Folks, if you're playing along at home, do check off uh, Jesse Mentions Blackface on your bingo bingo, card. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry guys. the leader of our country wore blackface. You can't find humor in that. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Hey, guys. Want a free square? Uh, Benghazi. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Yes, I feel a lot of solidarity with the Benghazi operators now that I too am a gamer. So I don't, I don't think that's funny. Chance, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not going away either. Much like lest, the, lest we forget COVID nineteen. Dean, hit me with some more. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna bring. Yeah, allow me to bring the mood down. Uh, so Ontario is currently sitting at over four thousand three hundred new cases per day on average. Uh, which is three times what we had a month ago. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's and also remember like the worst it's ever been. At like six hundred a day. Yeah, yeah, I Not do. Even like two hundred a day. Yeah, we thought that was fucked before. Yeah, and everyone was terrified, and now forty three hundred. Forty three hundred a day on average. Oh my uh, god! ICUs are filled uh, to the point, and the healthcare system is strained to the point. Uh, where things are breaking down and triage is in effect. Yeah, my friend works at a hospital because she's a nurse and they just got a tent, so that's exciting. Yeah, uh, in certain uh, hospitals in Ottawa and Toronto, uh, from what I've read, if you have a less than 70% chance of survival, uh, you will not be put on a ventilator uh, because there are not enough to go around. I, d- I don't know if there's any specific cases of that happening, but as of now, that is the uh, protocol. Policy. Yeah. Right. Damn. So, you know, we're we're in this, this dire situation, uh, and we look to our heroes, our leaders, uh, for guidance. Uh, and who better represents us than Mr. Douglas Ford, <laughs> the Dougler? So uh, everyone was waiting on bated breath 
uh, for an announcement. He, uh, it seems like I've like followed this as much as I've needed to for the show. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I find like these constant press briefings so fucking taxing. Uh, it seems like there's one, at least one or two every week. You just have to look at this pudgy, doe-faced doofus stand there and, like, breathe heavily into a mic. And say, my friends. Yeah. Uh, Ever since Chance mentioned, like, the reality TV aspects of it as well, like, I haven't been able to see it any other way. Where he's right. There are announcements about announcements. Yeah. And, like, it's reality TV in that, like, every week we we tune in and there's, like, oh, like, there are new rules for the game that we're playing. And the game that you're playing is making your rent and not dying. Tonight at 8, 7 Central. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's a it's a, like a fucked up form of Big Brother. It's real life Survivor. Like yeah. we are literally just trying to survive, and our Jeff Prost is like a nine hundred pound pig man who may or may not have sold drugs and has definitely at least smoked crack at some point with his moron brother. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I didn't personally uh, watch this announcement that happened last Friday. Jesse did, and he related to us uh, with increasing horror what happened. Uh, I'll go through like the actual uh, policies, but if I c- if you could just paint us a picture, Jesse, of like what it was yes. like to watch this. All right. Yeah. So, I was. Uh, oh, I was right. also there. Oh yeah. Oh, no you chance. Watched it live yeah. As well? Chime yeah. in. Oh, oh, I watched it live, baby. Wonderful. <laughs> so my day began with uh, actually the night before we got word that. They're planning on passing all these numerous uh, new restriction policies, which Dean will touch on more specifically in just a moment. So that was something lovely to look forward to the next day. And much like we've talked about already, it was very much a reality TV setup where it's like, oh, did you hear Premier Ford's going to have a big address tomorrow? Oh, I can't wait to see what it's about. You better tune in and find out. And initially they said it was going to be at 2.30. And I remember (laughs) this because I had a professor, I had classes, and she's like, oh, has anybody heard anything from Doug Ford yet? And I looked and it's like, oh, he hasn't come on. And then 2.30 turned to 3. And then they announced, oh, he's going to be on at 4 o'clock. And as the hour draws nearer, you have to wonder, what the fuck is happening It's not that he's like five minutes late. He's usually like five to ten minutes late because I imagine he has to take the long way around because he doesn't fit through most doorways. (laughs) But the fact that he was like (laughs) 90 minutes late, I was like, you stupid fucking pig. Stop making me waste my time so you can just ruin my life. Like if you're going to do a press conference and we know it's it's not like there's a shortage of notice. You announced this like the night before, at least be on time. So I was immediately already like, just fuck off, Doug. I hate you. Yeah, I hope nothing like, bad happens to you. And I, I don't know whether, like, the, the these delays, it was delayed twice uh, over the course of Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether it was him, you know, just trying to buy time and, like, figure out what he was going to say. Uh, or him sort of strategically being like, oh, I'm, I'm going to wait, you know, until just before the working day is over. He was asking uh, every aide in the hallway what they thought of his policy plan. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you re- serious? No, I'm not serious. You said that, and I swear to God, I was like, I buy that instantly. But just like (laughs) everyone's been saying, he basically just goes by the uh, reactions around him. Yeah. Other than the doctors, it's very Trumpian in that way. He likes when they're mad. You know, you know what I? uh, I think I've explained this before, but uh, what we used to do when I used to set up shows 
is like you say the door time and you say when it's going to start. Um, but sometimes the first band doesn't want to start at like seven o'clock because nobody's fucking there. So you wait a little bit. You wait until like seven thirty or eight. So like more people trickle in. And then the people that like showed up on time are mad, but everyone else just showed up. So like you have more of an audience. I think he was just trying to milk an audience. I see. I see. I, I, I yeah, like, like if idea. I say it's at two thirty, if I say it's at two thirty and everyone tunes in at two thirty, there's going to be way more people if I wait an hour and a half. Yeah, but Chance, there's no opening act for a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> he's he should have had one. He's talking about the state of like emergency for an entire <laughs> province. He's not going to send oh, like one of his toadies out there first and be like, yeah, say a couple slurs, you know. Oh, that would have been hilarious. They should get a hype man for those pressers. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I was already just immediately fed up with this stupid pig. I was like, great. You're wasting my time. You're ruining my life. And uh, things would only get worse, it turns out, once the actual press conference started. So, Megan, you are correct. I'm sure he did spend a lot of time just asking people, okay, do you think people will get mad at me if I announce these <laughs> various things? I like to think he was messaging, like, just DMing random women, yeah. being like, oh, if I were to announce a police shutdown, would you be mad at me? Why slash N? And then if they said why, he'd be like, okay, uh, okay. I've got to phrase this in a different way. Brief interlude that just like Doug Ford and women just reminded me of, remember when someone asked Rob Ford about his wife and he said, oh, yes. I have plenty to eat at home. Yeah. Oh okay. my Lord. The wrong Ford happened. died. Oh so my God. <laughs> he was asked specifically about an instance of alleged sexual harassment. Rob Ford were making a remark about a fellow city councilwoman. Uh, and he said in response to that, I never said I was going to eat her pussy out. I have, I'm a married man. I have more than enough to eat at home. And he, he said this while wearing a Toronto Argonauts football jersey. <laughs> so we're going to have to spank the little uh, tiger cats. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy. Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Thank what about what about drinking and driving, Mayor? What about drinking and driving? I'm oh, okay. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, are, are we besmirching the name of a dead man and a gentleman who treats his wife the way she deserves to be treated? This is fucked up from even you guys. That is true. Oh that my is God. cool that he does like to eat pussy. Yeah, like, you like, know Doug Ford does not eat pussy. No, he definitely doesn't. And, like, when you look at Rob Ford, you wouldn't suspect him of that either. But, again, he has the heart of a gentleman. No, uh, I, I think Rob Ford would eat anything put in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally too fat to throw a football. Do you guys remember that gif of him dropping back to throw a pass and just falling over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, let's get back to his much less cool and far more incompetent brother, Douglas. The press conference begins, and of course, he starts it off with, Hello, my friends. Which at this point just seems like he is baiting me. Yeah, he is just, trying to get me to say something that will people. put me on a list. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you all the clues. You could have stopped the lockdowns, Mr. Police. Uh, he, he gets started and 
to say it was a dire tone is to be an understatement. Dean, what's what's some of the things he discussed during this press conference? You go through them, and I'll I'll kind of we'll we'll chime in as we go along. Yeah, yeah, you guys definitely chime in. Uh, so he first announced that the stay at home order that we've been living under for the last two weeks will be extended until May twentieth. Uh, with the additional, he also said during this that we had the most restrictive lockdown policies, which is, which is one of the most bald-faced lies I've ever completely heard. untrue. Like you, you even look at like, like you know a, a couple provinces over, and that's not true. Like he said all of North America, just complete bullshit. Uh, but in addition to the normal stay-at-home order, he extended it with these uh, additional restrictions. Firstly, non-essential construction shut down. Uh, seems like that should have been happened a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, I can't believe what, that already was What the definition of non-essential is, I'm sure you could find it. I couldn't be bothered to give a shit. Secondly, outdoor gatherings are prohibited. So, you know, hanging out in the park whatsoever, not cool. Actually, uh, for the construction thing, I don't know if this already was closed down or if this was just like I guess it it was open I don't know if this has been closed down sorry because of this order but a lot of people accuse him of being very lenient with the like developers because he always is extremely lenient with developers and always like uh, gets rid of environmental protections for them but like Mattamy Homes and stuff is one really big company and I don't know if again this has changed and because of this order they are now shut down but they definitely weren't before and then did you guys see that article that they had had a staff party in, in an unfinished home and brought a stripper in and oh none of them were wearing God. masks? It was insane. Oh, yeah, I did see that. So, I can, yeah, it was awesome. Cool. I can tell you the housing subdivision I live near is still under construction. Like, I went out for a run and they still had a full site and nobody yeah. on that site was wearing a mask. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah, we if love anyone developers. ever wants to see um, prostitute boobies, you can find videos mm-hmm. of that incident at the construction site. Cool. They all got fired, though. Yeah. If if there's the any boobies? if there's anything uh, more necessary, more essential, I would say it's building another subdivision in the west end of Kingston. Yeah, that's a number one for me. And it is already sold out. Most of the houses are not even built, which Jesus seems to portend Christ. for future issues. But, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, it's not a big deal. Who care? Yeah. Anyone who, anyone uh, getting fucked over from buying a, a subdivision house, again, like, before it's built, it's hard to, hard to cry for them. In addition to the outdoor gatherings being prohibited, religious gatherings are still totally fine. Uh, they, they reduced it to, like, ten people, but you can still go to church even if you can't have a picnic. Another thing, and this is a really big one, uh, there are border checkpoints into Manitoba and Quebec. Uh, So the OPP is going to be setting up checkpoints there, only allowing essential travel. That was pretty mind-blowing. I did not think we'd actually get to that point. Uh, I used to live in my old place with a very affable but incredibly stupid man who was my landlord and he talked like back in march of 2020 where it's like yeah they gotta they gotta start putting friggin uh friggin checkpoints up coming into the city and being like no you can't come in and at the time i remember laughing and being like yeah okay man that's that's awesome but i guess he must have like moved up in the world and now has doug ford's ear because i was shocked (laughs) (laughs) i was like i 
I talked to an 80 IQ Dutchman about this last year. I can't believe this is actually happening. <laughs> yeah, and now yeah, I feel like a most of Doug IQ, Ford's policies. Uh, Ford guy. I don't. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what the I fuck like he a, is. <laughs> I think. I think a lot of Doug Ford policies literally just get ripped off of like Facebook groups, <laughs> like Minion. Every memes. single one sounds just insane. <laughs> That's right. He he went to Freedom Minion ninety nine and got only the finest policy advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why all of us have to wear maid outfits now. <laughs> yeah but that part's cool in addition to that there are inspectors that are to visit uh offices he specified lawyers offices uh during the press conference for some reason i don't really understand yeah. why uh to ensure that only essential workers are present so i guess you can't like harass the temps or something also in addition to outdoor gatherings being closed camping golfing uh, sports fields and playgrounds were closed. He reneged on playgrounds later, but any any outdoor activity, uh, gallivanting or frolicking, uh, is prohibited. I've seen some old people on social media be literally only mad about the golf club rule, which does yeah, make which me is laugh. Pretty funny. <laughs> no other issues yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like if if there is one silver lining to uh, this insanely stupid bullshit. Uh, it is the fact that people who like to golf are sad. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm really happy, like, didn't close any warehouses, didn't close any factories, any food processing plants of any kind. Didn't give any paid sick days. No paid sick days. Didn't give any but, paid time to get vaccinated. Uh, one of the more dangerous things uh, you can do during a pandemic is drive out into the woods and sleep in a tent by yourself. Uh, so I'm very grateful that uh no one can do that anymore <laughs> but yeah this is the well even like sitting down like if you're going out for a walk it was made explicit that like sitting down to take a breath or like to read or something like that mm-hmm. is explicitly not exercise so you can't do that yeah, yeah. which the kingston police like you can't took the lovely step of already enforcing that before it was even a provincial law they decided to just do that the day before so that was really cool we were sitting in the park trying to read and then mm-hmm. they were like all right everybody get the fuck moving and this girl came over and she was like i just got fined 900 you should run and then we were like okay and we had to run <laughs> From the cops for sitting on the ground. Yeah, on that Saturday, they uh, (laughs) handed out nearly $30,000 worth of fines for sitting. For sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. LOL. And like this whole, like, you know, you can't sit in, in the park thing for, you know, folks like us, not a big deal at all. But if you're like, you know, a disabled person who like can't walk for long stretches but still wants to go outside or like an elderly person who wants to get some fresh air but can't walk, you know, an extended period of time without taking a break. uh, Sorry, pal, you're fucked. The the big one here, though, uh, the one that really, really uh, pissed off literally everyone uh, was uh, Ford announcing that police will have the authority to ask anyone outside their residence to indicate their purpose for leaving home and provide their address. That includes stopping vehicles uh, and potentially issuing tickets of approximately $750. If you refuse to comply to answer their questions or provide ID upon being randomly stopped while you're out on your walk or driving to work or something, uh, you will also be fined seven hundred fifty dollars. Awesome. Yeah, so they just brought they brought card check back. 
essentially. Yeah. That was their master stroke for dealing with a pandemic <laughs> is to yeah. essentially give the police more power to quote unquote randomly stop people yeah. who they suspect of violating the stay at home orders, which I'm sure could only ever go well and would not be abused in the least, knowing cops just in general. Yeah, don't listen don't listen to doctors, don't listen to scientists at all. <laughs> listen to cops. Um, Leave it up to the police. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone was mad do. about this. I don't think I saw any person from any political ideology or side being like, yeah, this is a great, helpful item. Actually, that's a lie. Uh, the only people I saw do that were when the individual police forces started announcing like, guys, don't worry, we're not going to do that. We're good cops. Then some yeah. people would wink, comment wink. being like, but this is what we need. And I was like, who the fuck are you <laughs> but also okay two things about the the individual police forces being like no don't worry like one you're all <laughs> fucking liars you never Absolutely. actually do what you say you're gonna do you definitely would abuse that if you because they said it's not gonna be random but if they like suspect you of doing anything they could just be like this is for covid and then also, even if it's not a random stop, other people like middle-aged white women would definitely call the cops on people randomly who they're mad at. So Absolutely. like then they have a reason oh, to just 100%. go and talk to you. But also the Kingston police being like, we're not going to do that when they had literally done it the day before it even started, before. like by themselves. I was like, fuck you guys. You're not going to do it. You've already been doing it early. Like, OK, but anyway. It, it's a perfect guys, it's uh, a PR cover. It allows them to continue doing what they're doing, but get off, give off the air that they're these protectors of sacred personal you know liberties and constitutional rights. It's a masterstroke for them. Oh, 100%. Do you guys uh, know much about the history of like anti-loitering laws in a lot of places? If you can if you can imagine, it's almost always race-based. Yeah. yeah. Um so I, I feel like, you know, these things would would play out similarly. Like, it would be very interesting to see the breakdown of who they would, who the police would randomly see as breaking COVID laws yeah. and like loitering and stuff like that. There was a tweet that blew my mind, not because it was complex or even all that particularly, you know, powerful, but because it was tweeted out by a Sportsnet employee who works for Rogers. So this is the most corporate wing possible. And he's like, wow, gee, I wonder who the cops are going to stop. And this man's name is Faisal Kamiya. So <laughs> when you act, when you even have people working for Rogers, this monolithic, as we've covered, monstrous, horrible company that are like, hey, this is fucked up. And I'm going to yeah. say that. That really what? goes to show you how universally unpopular this was. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. we're at the point no, where Faisal goes down. left, that's, that's really something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Because I saw all these people liking this tweet. I was like, that's the Sportsnet guy. Oh, my God. Is this what it's come to? Yeah. The, the one thing but that I would. Ugh. Yeah. The one thing that I would add to this is, of course, like cops are going to be targeting and harassing, uh, you know, like people of color um, and other like disadvantaged communities. And even if, you know, their municipal or regional department is like, oh, we're not going to do that. Uh, if the provincial government has the green light and an individual cop decides to do that, there's like there's no well, stopping. Well, they they them. did walk it back. That that was one of the two things. So playgrounds and the random stops. But they said they were going to walk back random stops. I'm not sure sure to the extent that the cops still have the power to enforce like 
the restrictions in general. Like, if, for example, again, if you do have the cops called on you, but they, they did say they wouldn't do the random stops anymore, which is good because it was just basically everybody in the province immediately was like, I fucking hate that, like, die in a hole. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So no, like the, collective action works sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I Like, I think at least when it comes to, like, my experience with Ontario politics, uh, this is the first time I've seen, like, such vitriol hurled at a politician uh, from every single side, <laughs> yes. from every constituency, uh, just as the, the as, just as the result of, like, a single decision. Yeah. And, like, a single, like, hour-long yeah, had like You had libertarians and, like, communists alike being like, this is insanely fucked up and stupid. What is your fucking problem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is rare. Yeah, everyone never, The only time you can that. see a libertarian that fired up is, like, age of consent stuff. Yeah. So this was a, a banner day for Doug Ford, making probably, at least in my lifetime, the most universally despised policy decision. And then, as you <laughs> yeah. noted, Megan, a result of that immediately walking back once everyone got mad at him. He was yeah. trying yeah. to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> he posted cringe. Yeah. Oh, God, did he ever. Part of it, it's just, like, such a sad announcement, too, and just such a sad way they're handling this pandemic because we have the worst cases of fucking anybody. It's going horribly. And instead of, like, doing anything to support citizens or help, they're just, like, only focusing on punishment. They're like, fuck you, you caused this, you little gremlins. Like, the fact that they won't do paid sick days when I... I know that everybody in the province at this point is like at least wants temporary sick days, which also if you're arguing for temporary sick days, like fuck you, just make them permanent. But anyway, Mm -hmm. like there's nothing like that, like no extra funding for for everyday people. There's business funding somewhat, but just like no safety net at all. Just only like we're going to make you go to work. We're going to make you like stand beside all your like snotty coworkers and yeah, you, in, in like your massive like fulfillment center full of like 300 other people. Yeah. And if you get sick, you either have to come in or you have to like miss six days of work as you get tested and wait for your results and you don't get paid for that. So have a nice life. Yeah. And like, then also awesome. feed your family and yeah. make your rent. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know. I don't know if you're going to cover it, Dean. But like, did you guys just see the recent news about good old Dofo taking his sickness? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, go into that chance. Okay, so um, was it yesterday? There was like a speaker's period. Anyways, there there was like a like a speaker's period, and it's very funny because Doug did not show up, but his party obviously voted down things like paid sick leave and um, <clears throat> like you know, days to be covered for you to go get your vaccine and stuff like that. Like these things were raised again as they have been every single day, apparently at uh, the provincial level and they get voted on and they always get shut down because the conservative government doesn't want it. Um, on Monday, also the conservative government was also um, arguing that they should stop legislature on Wednesday and take a vacation. So <laughs> really <laughs> awesome. That's I don't cool. know what the outcome they have their of priorities that is. in order. Yeah, so so Doug wasn't there, and um, people were wondering about it because there was screenshots going around of uh, he's doing like private Zoom calls for a thousand dollars with oh my like God. this group of con- conservative. It was like a conservative leadership. He's making customs <laughs> Zoom call. Yeah, he's doing he's cameos. On cameo. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's and, grooming and, young um, people on Twitch, and it was at like the same time. 
so people were really wondering like what the hell was going on and apparently it was someone in his office got covid and so he had to isolate so like he's fine but he had to use his paid sick day uh in order to stay away from you know the the government buildings in order to not possibly spread it to other people so it's very funny on the day that he used his sick day yeah but he was still good enough to charge people a thousand dollars to listen to him uh ask his interns whether or not his policies were good oh Uh, yeah and the irony should that even be legal (laughs) that he can charge his party votes down yeah really his party votes down paid sick leave uh right after or during him taking some paid sick leave because (laughs) of a covid scare yeah they want you to know that they don't give a shit about you and they never will yeah and yeah really you can do with that information what you please oink oink yeah (laughs) in minecraft make a nice server invite your friends Mm -hmm. you you can send doug ford to the nether yeah, like make your server, uh, title it after Doug Ford's address, and whatever happens there happens there. What's to say? <laughs> like, boy, that, I'm gonna make a doom wad out of this one. That was my <laughs> my major takeaway. Like from like after like hearing everything that happened on Friday and recovering from the shock of it, uh, the one thing that I had in my head was like, and of course this is a a sentiment that many people less privileged than I have known for a while, but just the the shock of how, like, your government holds you in contempt. Like, not only, like, is indifferent to whether you live or die, but, like, actively uh, is, like, making your life worse. It's, like, it's basically to the effect of Ford saying, like, too many people are dying in Ontario. This is making me look bad. This is bad for business. Uh, so I'm going to take your toys away. Don't die. Try harder not to die uh, because uh, this is cutting uh, into my friend's profits. Mm. I'm not going to help you with this in any way. Uh, I'm just going to make your life more miserable. uh, So maybe you'll behave. And I, I, I just I don't even know where to go with that sentiment, with that, you know, information. But it's just it's really fucking depressing. Yeah. yeah, this was one of the most blackpilling days I can remember in a long time where it was genuinely difficult to find anything, not even remotely positive about that, but just in general. Yeah. <laughs> where it was pretty uh, incredible to take in just how much we fuck this up. And by we, I don't mean working class people and just anybody that isn't at a government level, essentially. We had more cases in Ontario than the UK has altogether. That is another mm. country that is run by an absolute fucking moron in Boris Johnson. And yet they're still doing better than we are. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, they're it, so close together. It, it, it hurts to look at, you know. And um, and it's one of those things, too, where remember in the beginning where people were like, at least Doug Ford is doing his job. Yeah, people liked like, it for like the first month or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's because he he did the bare minimum, which we didn't even expect I from I think it was because we were getting Serb, <laughs> and we were like, oh, this it, is okay. Well, that was chill, too. It was yeah. also because he was doing the bare minimum in a time when a lot of other big countries like the U.S., Brazil, and the U.K. were not doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. 
And then once they started catching on, he did not counter steer or try to address that. He's like, no, I'm just going to do less than what I was doing before. It's fine. With this one, uh, like you guys have said numerous times already, like nobody was happy with this one, Mm -hmm. like with this announcement at all. And like other times you would see like apologists or whatever, or you would see people who were just kind of like happy that something was happening. But, uh, But this time it was just people being incredibly upset. And I think it's because of one of the things that Dean was probably about to get to, which was that Doug Ford took the opportunity during the announcement to just blame the feds. Yeah, that's what I was oh, just yeah, going to say. Yeah, no, the- he, uh, like Ford throughout his announcement multiple times blamed uh, the federal government and like uh, like implicitly Trudeau, the, the liberal federal government. Uh, basically saying like, oh, like, you know, they're not helping us enough. Uh, we're not getting enough vaccines and that's why this is spreading. Uh, but like vaccines uh, at this point, <laughs> like we we've been in this situation for a while. We've like we've been dealing with COVID for a year without vaccines, without spread nearly this bad. Vaccines are not the issue. Uh, it's, you know, the fact that all of these workplaces are open. We also had tons of vaccines that were in freezers not being used at the time. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if we still have that major issue anymore, but we have a really bad supply chain. And so the federal government offered to bring in the Red Cross to do like mobile vaccinations, mobile vaccination clinics. And he's like, no, thank you. All we need is more. We know what we're doing. And it's like, you fucking don't know what you're doing. Like the hotspot system right now makes little to no sense. You're not even vaccinating frontline (laughs) workers like nothing about this makes sense. And the, the delays that we get in vaccines are mostly just production delays. And the federal government is sending us the allocated amount that they said they would were going to and we're squandering it. And then he just goes, no, this is actually a you guys problem. I don't want your help, you dirty liberals. And yeah, it's like, OK, like in, in the same breath of him saying, like, oh, this is all the federal government's fault. When the federal government, like, uh, you know, tries to step in and offer assistance, he turns it down uh, to the deficit of everyone except for the conservative party who doesn't want to look weak in front of the liberals. It should also be noted that the Red Cross wasn't just handling vaccination. They were also going to play a major role in contact tracing and providing like logistical and infrastructure support. Again, the two things that we need that we don't have at all. Exactly. No, you guys are 100% correct. It is solely just a move to save face politically. And it's a refusal to accept any kind of help from the scary liberal party. Mm-hmm. He would rather have the, all of Ontario die than cede even a bit of ground. Yeah. But the thing is, is that people saw through it. Yeah, Absolutely. everyone did. <laughs> Literally everyone saw through it. Even like um, we were talking like hardcore Doug Ford conservatives, right? Saw through that immediately Mm -hmm. yeah they were like this this doesn't add up like what do you mean you're not taking the acceptance we know that at least own up to it you know like conservatives right now in ontario hate doug ford and trudeau (laughs) like like there's there's nobody on doug ford's side with this they're all fans of based andrea horvath (laughs) that's right (laughs) they're all going ndp that's right (laughs) and and speaking of hotspots and conservative party hijinks um i i sent in an article today that's talking about how the current hotspots for vaccinations aren't really correlated with covid cases like 
obviously some of them are to a certain extent, but there's like numerous hotspot postal codes that have the same rate of COVID as some of the ones that were included and are just for some reason not included. And then there's postal code regions with lower rates of COVID that have a conservative MPP that are Mm -hmm. included. Uh, And like multiple news sources have reported on this now. It's not just like us being conspiracy theorists. Like the star was like, no, he's literally choosing conservative ridings to get yeah. these hotspot Rewarding the people who vote uh, blue. Uh, not, they, they get to live. Not to be dramatic, but theoretically, in a world where executions did exist, <laughs> that would be an executable offense. Yeah, just that, saying. That world would be Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Jesse and I were discussing this uh, off mic earlier. And uh, you raised the good point that if there was a liberal premiere right now, they would be doing the exact same thing. And I completely agree 100%. with that. 100%. Yeah. And it would be done under the guise of like technocratic neoliberalism in the sense of, oh, we're prioritizing, you know, zip codes that yeah, or like, have it'd be a like, higher oh, population, like population density. Yeah, population density or like, oh, like there, there are more at-risk populations here. So we're going to do, but it would be the exact same fucking thing. Uh, yeah, it's just easier to uh, to see through this one. Oh yeah, right? no, it's just that it, it, yeah. There's nothing working. There's no excuse there, there's, for it. There, yeah, there's, whereas the other way around, the uh, the excuse works in their favor, which is that with high population density comes more votes for the Liberal Party. It's completely bald. It's completely on its face, and it's again performed by people who are completely fucking stupid. So mm-hmm. we we get to see right through it again. The only uh, other thing that I have to say on on this issue personally is that Doug Ford will not face any consequences for this. I feel like I don't think he's going to be Do you think that he'll win uh, the premiership if he runs again? I don't think so. I honestly don't think uh, so. I do. I would have I would you have do. said yes. Uh I would have said yes a few months ago. I would have said yes like 2 weeks ago, but I think like I've never seen such a backlash. Obviously, like I haven't seen that. I don't any know, man. I, I I feel like you know this isn't me being hopeful because whoever replaces him will be just as bad, no matter uh, which party they're from. But yeah, I don't think he's got it. I feel like uh, if you had asked me two weeks ago, I would have said that Doug Ford is going to go on to to bigger and higher positions than Premier Prime Minister Ford. Yeah, I, I would. I could have seen that honestly. I could see a prime minister four yeah. two weeks ago. <clears throat> yeah, now, I, seen that. I think he'll he'll fade into the background. He'll just become like uh, he'll be on a, a few like board of executives. He'll be another land developer for the GTA. Uh, he'll just quietly make millions and millions. Mm. Uh, and I think he'd yeah. like that better. Yeah, twenty years from now, they'll he'll like put out a book or like there'll be <laughs> a, like a big interview. He'll be a podcaster. Uh, oh yeah, oh, no, yeah. The- the Andrew Cuomo of how he handled the crisis. Exactly. With, uh, courage yeah. and humility. He'll be thrown like three or four softball yeah. questions about like making cheesecake. Uh, yeah. And then I will blow I, my brains I, out uh, live in uh, Town Square. I feel like right now, too, that's like the viable option because there is so many eyes on him right now. Like he was he was trending, I think. Yeah, um, when like, all of this news came out, like international Twitter, yeah, the everyone, Washington Post. Yeah, the Washington Post put out a whole op-ed of how uh, he should resign. About how he should resign. Many, many people have did called you read for him that to one? resign. I, I did. did you read it, that one, Dean? It basically uh, said many of the things that we've already covered. It wasn't uh, anything particularly interesting about it, uh, but 
I did notice there were, I think there was one op-ed in the National Post, I can't remember who wrote it, uh, that was basically like, everyone's calling for Ford to resign, but let's let's remember, he was elected democratically. <laughs> <That's> so, <cool. laughs> so even the, if everyone fucking hates him now, uh, you have to respect the decision that a majority of people made like <laughs> you know, years and years ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, um, there's like, I, is it just another one of those things where like someone made a change.org and now people act like something might actually happen? Like, I don't even know what the. I don't think he's going to resign unless he gets sad enough. I don't think he's enjoying himself. Yeah. Well, I think he, he's doing, uh, like, uh, like Jesse said again, he's, uh, pulling a Cuomo where you just disappear. Uh, for a couple weeks, uh, and then everyone forgets the move. The news moves on. Uh, yeah, and, and it cycles out. Exactly, and then you know you can continue, you know, fucking around, uh, doing nothing and collecting a paycheck. See, I would have agreed that he had higher ambitions, but I agree now that that is over with. Yeah. That being said, I think if he did run again, he would he would still win, mostly because I don't think there's anybody. <laughs> that has the the click or the PR to run against him. People know Doug Ford, and they will vote, if only on name recognition. Yeah. I yeah, mean, well, that's how he won the first time. That's true. I really hope you're wrong. No, a buck a beer. No. That was a great policy. <laughs> yeah, buck a beer right. was a great policy that he did not even fucking deliver. Uh, he but did. No, he did. He did. It just made no changes. Yeah. If you tell companies they can sell their things for cheaper, uh, <laughs> they're going to say, gonna uh, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what happened. In terms of, you know, Ontario's COVID crisis, that's that's sort of all I can bear to, to talk about. OK, folks, the last thing we're going to discuss today in brief, I'm sure you could do hours upon hours on this material, but we're just going to address it at the end here. Weren't aware yesterday they had. Eric Chauvin trial read out. He was on, well, we know what he was on trial for, but he was facing charges of second degree murder and manslaughter, among other things. And he was found guilty on all counts, which it shouldn't be shocking considering you have nine minutes of video of him murdering George Floyd. Mm. You have countless witness testimonies and you have medical experts, even police experts being like, yeah, this was unreasonable use of force. But I was still yeah, the, shocked. His his former uh, chief of police came in to say that he what he was doing was fucked up. Yeah. So and it just it's so sad that this is considered like a massive win and just a shocking thing. But as uh, one tweet online put it, this is the first time they've ever seen cops not get what they want post 9-11. And it was very mm-hmm. cathartic. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously not justice in any kind of restorative sense because George Floyd never should have died in the fucking first place. This is what his soul was meant for. Um, if, yes, Nancy Pelosi certainly Nancy believes Pelosi, that. Yeah, yeah. I, that was the Thank worst. Thank you, George, for your sacrifice. That was the worst thing I've ever yeah, read. So yeah, so yesterday, folks, was 420. Uh, so before we partook in, in the, the, the honking on the Jaybird, Megan showed me, uh, that tweet, uh, detailing what Nancy Pelosi said, and I took 1d3 psychic damage. Um, 
And then uh, I I honked on the Jaybird, and then I read that tweet again as I was scrolling mindlessly through my phone, uh, and I took like a whopping one d twelve. I had forgotten what she said, and then I read it again in a delirious state, and it really truly did uh, take a year off my life. You know what? It would have helped her point though if she if she had like an onk necklace on and wore a dashiki. Yeah, well, she didn't even have the kente cloth on. Uh, which is sort of yeah, her staple yeah. accessory. <laughs> it's so fucked. It actually hurts. Like, I've read some really good uh, takedowns of that, and essentially it's like, you know, using another black dead body to further your political stance is pretty fucked up. Yeah, and it, like, she you, doesn't give a shit. Com- <laughs> Well, no, I, I think no. I don't even I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think it's that she doesn't give a shit. Like, OK, it's she definitely doesn't give a shit. That's fair. Uh, but that's not specifically what she's doing. I agree with you. Yeah, what what she's specifically doing here is she just she can't even like consider the fact that, like, you know, uh, an unarmed black man just being killed by the police for no reason whatsoever just the fact that he was there she she doesn't think of that as a tragedy uh but she's like oh like she literally thinks like oh like george floyd made this sacrifice to like raise awareness on an issue as opposed to a man <laughs> yeah. who was killed for no reason so she she considers him like a civil rights leader and figure like she's trying to like make him like an martin luther king type we're like wow what a, what a noble spirit like he really he really changed the world when he was just a regular guy uh, who did not want to die that day, regardless of any change or cause yeah. that happened. It's just because she's a confused old woman who literally cannot uh, decipher the difference between a black man as a symbol and a black man as a man, as a person. Yeah, 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 right. Good morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> That's right, baby. I also... um there's been lots of talk of make sure that this like trial doesn't distract from the abolition goal because I feel like a lot of that um the police chief coming in to like talk and say, Oh yeah, this was really bad is them trying to be like, yeah. No, he's just a bad cop yeah. but the no no. Cow. They are all bad. <laughs> we definitely don't need to have cops. So there we go. Doesn't mean anything's changed just because they sort of sacrifice one of their cop friends to mm-hmm. jail. Like, yeah, they put they put a lamb up to the slaughter. And let's not forget that this trial wouldn't have likely even happened if it wasn't for the efforts. Yeah, of the massive organizers yeah. protesting. And, and if I may, regular people that saw what was going on realized, hey, this is insanely fucked up. They don't have to even be political actors, but just the people that were willing to go out and provide numbers, because there is strength in numbers. You do need normies on your side. I hate to break it to you. Our hardcore tankies, we can't do it alone. You do need a normie coalition to protect you from the police, mostly. That's why it's good to have like a a rotten brain instead of an ML brain. Because then you can relate to like regular people because we all recognize that we're dumbasses. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we can we're just mad at things and that's okay. It it is again ex- like even though the the correct thing happened, you could argue that he should have gotten more time uh, or a harsher sentence. But even though like justice was served, as far as we can say that, uh, it still took 
nearly a full calendar year of protests across the country <laughs> and the world uh, for one cop to be charged uh, for one murder he committed. Yeah. And, yeah, the, this is nowhere near over is definitely uh, the correct take. And I, if there's any, there are a lot of lessons to, to learn from this, but... I think we could say, if ever you see a cop interacting, talking to anyone, especially people of color, especially, you know, disenfranchised, disadvantaged communities. Uh, but if you see a, talk, a, a cop out on the street, just pull out your camera and start filming them. Yep. Yeah. Keep them accountable. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's and all also, we can do. And also remember, just because uh, Shelvin went to jail doesn't mean cops stop killing people. <laughs> In fact, during the trial, there were something like 60 uh, police-related acts of violence and killings that occurred just during the trial. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's far from over people. Yeah. Anyways, want to sign us out, Megan? Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, It's been so fun sitting in a literal cramped closet on our knees, which is a little painful, but it actually has been fun, a new adventure. So thank you for listening, and we will be broadcasting live from our closet again next week. So please (laughs) listen. We love you, and bye-bye.